Okay, Baruch Hashem, we begin. We are uh, blessed, blessed to be alive. We're blessed to be here. I just want to share with everyone the, the power of, of Lashon Hara, or the power of, of judgment um, that literally happened to me this morning. And it's amazing because it just strengthens uh, everything we talk about. Um, and again, the, the Avoda, the, the most important thing for us to try and focus on is, as we begin our day, is the first thing that we say when we get up in the morning, which is Modeh, uh, which is thank you Hashem, which is to try and focus on the positive and to try as best as we can to, to see the beauty and to see the gifts that, that we have in front of us. And just to show you the negative bias, just to show you how, how um, easy it is for, for us to be negative, is um, this, this happened literally to me this morning that someone uh, mentioned to me a few weeks ago about somebody, and he said that, oh, this person um, is hard to reach, or it's difficult to to contact this person, and um, okay, I I, uh, I guess I was. You'll hear you'll hear how I was makabel the lashon hara. That, that, that's what the person said. He says, "Oh, this person is a difficult person to reach." So I was like, "Okay, whatever." It, it wasn't okay to me. It didn't have anything to do with me. Um, meaning, you know, to reach him on the on the phone through WhatsApp. I was like, okay, whatever it was. I, I don't remember how much I processed it, but you'll hear how, I, how, it, how it hit me. Um, I had to be in touch with this person for something. And um, in my mind, I asked someone to send, me, to send me the number of the person. So they sent me the number of the person. Um, and this was actually yesterday. I needed to get in touch with the person. So I asked for the person's contact. He gave me the number. And then this morning, I thought of the person who I needed to hear from, and, and, and I looked through my messages, and I didn't get a message from him. So the first thing, the first thing that I thought was what? He's, he's, he, didn't, he, didn't, um, he didn't respond. He didn't respond to the message that I, that I sent him. And I was like, yep, he's hard to reach. He doesn't, he doesn't respond, right? I was like, perfect, it fit. It fit what was in my brain about him, right? So what happened? I then look, and I'm like, wait, wait, where's the message that I sent him? And then I go ahead and I look, and I never even sent him a message. I'm like, the guy sent me the contact. I got the contact from the person. I got the contact, but I never actually sent the message. So I was like, whoa, right? That was why I was like, whoa. So I already assume that this guy is not going to return my call. He's not going to be in touch with me. I never actually send a message. Ready for this? So I, I said, okay, wow. I was like, that's the power of, of being Makabal Lashon Hara. Right? Makabal Lashon Hara. So what did I do? I said, you know what? I'm going to leave him a message. I leave him a message. And then about a minute later, he returns my message. So, so the reason I'm saying that is because... You see how, how, and it wasn't even such a big deal with this person. It wasn't like um, I sat around and, and you, know, um, you know, heard Lush and Hara and was talking Lush and Hara about this person, Chas Hashom. It was just in a by-the-way statement about this person, but it just goes to show how impressionable our brains are and how important it is for us to realize how, how we are... When you hear something about someone, and that, the Chavetz Chaim says this straight out, he says that's why it's so dangerous when somebody labels somebody. When you label someone, you say, oh, this guy's not smart, this guy talks a lot, this guy is hard to reach, this guy is whatever it is, and you label somebody, it's very difficult to get that out of your head. It's very hard to get that out of your head. So it's so important, of course, we can't, you know, we can't protect ourselves 100% from everything that's said around us. But what we could do is, and this is, you know, something that we speak about, what we could do is we can learn the halachas. And when we learn the halachas, and, we're, and we're, we go, you know, that's what I'm so michal, that's what I rely on. 
is that if we learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara every day and we talk about the Halachas and we, and we, and we try and strengthen ourselves with the, the Hilchus Lashon Hara, so then the, the Segula that the Chavetz Chaim says is that our Yetzahara for Lashon Hara, and I believe there's, there's a certain protection. Shomer Pivl, Shonai, is Shomer Mitzaras Nafsho. Is that the greatest thing we could do? As you know, we spoke the other day about uh, you know uh, whatever. You know, I'm not I'm not a big uh, politics guy. You know, but I know you know uh, you know uh, things are going on. You know, in Eretz Yisrael with the government and different things. The the greatest thing that we can do to protect ourselves from from uh, from from tsaras happening, from challenges, especially during Tamas and of. These are the months where we're focusing on the, the destruction of the Vesavikdash and our avoda, our um, opportunity and our responsibility to think of the Vesavikdash and say, what can I do to build the Vesavikdash? What can I do for Eretz Yisrael? What can I do for Klal Yisrael? The best thing a person can do for Klal Yisrael, for real, is to work on Lashon Hara, is to work on not speaking Lashon Hara, not being Makabal, and the way to do that is through Hilton Slashanara. It's the best way for a person to do it. It was a big chizik last night. Rafi Pines made a siyam on, uh, on, on Masech Damakas. It was beautiful. But one of the things that inspired me the most, and he's inspired me in this way, is the fact that he's, he said he's been doing purity of speech uh, consistently every day. A lot of guys in Yeshiva told me this, that they learn purity of speech every day, you know, besides the sheer. You know, to, to, to accustom themselves to to, to the Hilchas Lashon Hara, and of course, like we always say, besides the the power, the ruchnius power that a person gets, besides the spiritual strength that a person gets when he doesn't speak Lashon Hara, and he and he's not makabel Lashon Hara, is uh, is even in this world. In this world, you have a much better life, and you enjoy life. Much better when you're looking, uh, when you're looking uh, for the good. right? When we're looking for the good and we're trying to find the good in ourselves and other people. Okay. With that in mind, we are up to day 67, uh, page 175. Is that if a person is being um, is being um, pressured? to speak Lashon Hara. Right? We know when it comes to Shabbos, right, um, if a person is being pressured, we know certain mitzvahs and certain halachas that, that you're, not allowed to, you're not allowed to, even if you're going to lose your job, right? Nobody would have a havamina. Nobody would have a, a thought if you're going to lose your job, a million dollar job. You're going to lose your parnasa. Um, I'm sorry, for Shabbos, if you're going to go ahead and write and lose your parnasa, so it doesn't matter. I'm not going to be. I'm going to not go to work on Shabbos, even if I'm going to lose a deal. It's a Shabbos. So the Chavos Chaim says the same with lashon hara. If a person's pressured, right, you're not allowed to. Even if the, your boss says, you know what, if you don't tell me this information, you're going to lose your job. You're still not allowed. To, you're, not, you're still not allowed to, allowed to say anything. So he says. Your friend pressures you. You must tell me what so-and-so said about me. This is even Rechilas. Even when it comes to Rechilas. Remember, Rechilas is pinning two people against each other. So if I, if I know that someone said something about you, which is going to make you be upset at that person, I'm not allowed to say it. I can't say, oh yeah, that guy thinks you're like this and this and that. And even if the guy pressures you and says, oh, please tell me. Please tell me. Especially when it comes when you work with other people, you have to be very, very careful with... Uh, you know, people who work together, not to say, oh yeah, this guy thinks this about you, why don't you tell him, right? And people can many times go ahead and, and uh, um, you know, pin, pin two people against each other. So, says the Chavetz Chaim, even if the person who pressures you to repeat the Kilos is your father, your mother, says the Chavetz Chaim, or any other respected person, you're not allowed to repeat it. Unbelievable. If your boss pressures you to repeat Rechilas, you may not obey him, even if you are at risk of losing your job. That's what he says. The Chavetz Chaim adds, that if a person has to give up his means of livelihood, rather than talk Rechilas, then how much more so is he obligated to refrain from speaking if the result is only that he will suffer embarrassment because of 
his silence. He then concludes, says the Chavetz Chaim in Hilchus Rechilas, Aleph Hey, Vav and Zion, such a person has amazing reward. Right? It says, Hanelavim Ve'inam Olvim. Right? They are insulted. Right? This is one of the hardest things. Mr. Shasharim, he speaks about this when it comes to Anava. It's one of the things that humbles a person is that you are insulted. The hardest thing to do is someone insults you, right, and you don't insult him back. One who is shamed and does not shame and return, in return, he uh, he's a power, very, very big, powerful person. Somebody who's able to be quiet um, and, not, and not hurt back, as uh, the Mitzvah Sharm says in Nakama, when it comes to revenge, is that it's Masuk Midvash, right? He says, Vihi Menuchasoy Levada. The greatest menucha, the greatest peace that you can get, the inner peace you can get, is when you get back somebody who did something wrong to you. But when a person doesn't do that, then uh, he's zocha to all, to tremendous brachas. Okay, question, comments on this? I think he says in another place, um, he says, um, I don't know why he doesn't bring it to oh, because he's, he's talking about rechilas, in another place he talks about lakelef tashlichun, he says that the mitzvah of giving the um, nevela, you're supposed to give meat that's not, that wasn't shechted properly, you're supposed to give it to the dogs. Right? The Pasuk says, And Chazal say, why do you give it to the dogs? So, right, anyone remember why we give it to the dogs? Right, the reason we give it to the dogs is because when we left, when we left Mitzrayim, right, they didn't bark. So since they didn't bark, they didn't bark when we left Mitzrayim. So therefore, forever and ever, Hashem says, feed them. Feed them. Give them, give them food. So I think the Chavot Chaim says, if that's said of the dogs that one time didn't bark when we were leaving Mitzrayim, and they get fed, and they get taken care of, so could you imagine if somebody doesn't say anything that he's not supposed to say when it comes to Parnassah, whatever it is, that for sure a person will get all all the riches, all the, you know, many times in business also, we learned this on Shabbos, right, that it says that, um, on Pirkei Avos, that it says that, um, 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 what's the Lashon, uh, the, someone who's noicha imenu habrias is noicha imenu amakum. How could you tell if you're doing well in Shemayim? The way you could tell if you're doing well in Shemayim is if you're good with other people. If you're good with people, and uh, the Mepharshim say over there, what does that mean? It means if you do business, you do business with Amuna. You do business and people trust you. And you're good to people. So the Pshad is that if a person at work is known as this guy doesn't talk about this one, this one doesn't talk about that person, and your boss knows, like we, like we always say with Lashon Hara, if, you're spe- if someone's speaking to you Lashon Hara about somebody else, it means he's going to speak to somebody else about you also. If someone talks to you, that's, that's, that's a fact. You, you're not, you're not going to escape that either. If someone is talking to you about Lashon Hara, or you're sitting around with the Chevra, and everyone's talking about that guy, you one day will be that guy also. And everyone in that room will talk Lashon Hara about you. Because people who talk Lashon Hara will talk Lashon Hara. So if you're someone at work, you're someone who's known to be a person who doesn't talk, I don't talk about other people, I don't talk about other, right? You, you'll be the most... Besides the fact that some people will like you, because people love people who don't speak about other people, but you'll be protected, you'll be tremendously protected with the school of Lakelev Hashlichun also, that for sure you'll get everything that, that you need. Um, yes, Yaakov. Uh, you Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you don't want to speak like right? Oh. So, you're the best. Thank you. You're not the type of person that wants to speak like right? Right. You just um, you don't like it, right? Right. Do you be conscious of the rewards that you get to receive them, or they just yeah. come? You don't have to be conscious. No, not at all. Yeah, they just come. Why, what, what do you mean? What, what, why, no, why do you... I'm saying, like, like you said, like, the, the rewards you get for not speaking. So if that's, you know, if you're not, that's not on your mind while you're not speaking it, then... That's fine. It doesn't. It doesn't it, it's even better. What do you mean? I'm not doing it for the reward. I'm doing it because I don't want to speak. Even if, even if I don't get reward, that's even higher, right? I'm not going to get reward. I'm, I'm not speaking lashon hara even if I'm going to lose my job. 
Sometimes people say, oh, I'm such a big tzaddik, Hashem's going to protect me. Sometimes you will lose your job. But you know what? You'll get a better job. You'll get, you'll get the money or whatever it is. But, but, uh, but that's not, that's not the, the key. The key is if you do what, we, you know, if you do what's right, then that's the greatest of you. But yeah, good point. Okay, yeah, we good? Okay, Baruch Hashem. It's good to be learning halachas again. It's good to be talking about the, the things that we need to talk about. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha. Each and every one of us. Let us be zocha not to speak any Lashon Hara. Not to be makabal any Lashon Hara. And to realize as I start off with that story, how, how, weak, how weak we are. Um, not, not in a bad way, just our brains are very, very easy to be influenced by what people tell us. We're very, very, very influenced by what people tell us about other people, and it's very hard to shake that, very, it's very, very difficult to shake that off uh, of a person. So Hashem will protect us from, uh, hearing, from hearing anything negative about anyone, and if we hear something uh, not to believe it, and to have the koach, to have the, you know, it's also one of the hardest things is for a person to have the strength to, to uh, when there is Lashon Hara being spoken, chas v'shalom, the strength to, to go against it, the strength to, to, uh, to not listen, to not give in, to, to, do whatever, to do whatever the person needs to do. So we should be zocha, and all the Jewish people will be zocha, especially, right, that we said, especially during Tamuz and Av, right? Anybody who wants to know how they can help rebuild the Beis HaMikdash, the way that we can, we can focus on rebuilding the Beis HaMikdash is literally the reason the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed is because of Lashon Hara. So if a person can strengthen himself in the Halachas and the Hilfus Lashon Hara, so then that's, that's really the, the, the best way for each and every one of us to have a chilek in, in, in this time, right? M- many of us want to know, what am I supposed to do? Tom is up. What are you supposed to do? It's, these, are, these are difficult times. What am I supposed to do? How, well, how, do, you, how do you... Okay. You have to daven, have more kavana, whatever it is. The best thing that a person could do is learn more Hilchus Lashem Hara. Stay further away from... from, from the halach from, from people who speak Lashon Hara, whatever it might be. That's, that's in my humble opinion, the, probably the best thing that a person can do to have a chilek in, in, in building, rebuilding the Beis HaMikdash. So we, we and all the Jewish people will be zochah, especially when it comes to, like I was saying, when it comes to politics, when it comes to talking about things, you know, because the, uh, and this I'm saying for myself, because of the, you know, the, whatever is the current events, Right? A person can start uh, because it's all Jews. It's very, I don't know how that works. Because it's all Jews. So, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about it. They're, they're Jews. So what are you going to do? <coughs> the, 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 it's very hard. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know how that works. I don't, I'm not sure, you know, because you could say, this guy's a Russia, and this guy's a this, and this guy's a this. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, unless you're running for politics, and you're in the Knesset, and, you, and we're voting, and it makes a difference, or whatever it is. But right now, it's it has zero zero significance. There's nothing you could do to help the Jewish people in Eretz Yisrael. The, the only thing you can do is you could be mechazik. Uh, we could be mechazik and strengthen ourselves in in, in 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 loving each other more and learning the halachas better and knowing what what is mutter and asr to speak about and what is uh, you know that's. Uh, that's the only thing we could do. So Hashem will help us, protect us, and all the Jewish people today and every day from speaking, listening to Lashon Hara and to Rechilas, um, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay. Um, we are um, one parak away from, from uh, starting the 18th parak, which is Chasidus, which I look forward to, to beginning. Um, uh, which we will, um, I don't think we'll get to it today, but we're basically into acquiring Tahara. Um, tahara is basically the concept of um, Perak Tezayin, we're in the Perak Tezayin, Yud Zayin, how to acquire Tahara. How does a person acquire Tahara? Let's explain what Tahara is. 
Tahara says the Ramchal is Lev Tar Like we said yesterday, that it's um, it's basically um, a relationship that that a person has with Hashem inside his heart, inside yourself, which is one of the reasons why we can't judge anybody because we don't know what's in somebody else's heart. You have no idea when somebody makes a bracha if they're having how much kavana they are having. You have no idea when someone is learning Torah how much kavana they're having, why they're learning Torah. You have no idea inside a person's heart where, where he has this relationship with Hashem because the person's relationship with Hashem is totally, totally, totally personal. You have no idea if a person does tshuva, right? The Gemara says in Kedushin, the Gemara says that if, if somebody is mekadesh, a woman, on condition that he is a tzaddik, right? Imagine, uh, will you marry me on condition that I'm a tzaddik? No, what do you say, Yaakov? Is it, are you, is it mekudeshes? If a person says, you're, you're, the marriage goes through only if I'm a tzaddik. So the Gemara says, even if it's a Russia Gomor, it's a Mikudeshes. Why? Because maybe, because maybe he did Tshuva Beliba. And the Rishonim over there say, maybe he did Tshuva, which means that if you saw him, you know, for a second go like this, and you saw him for a second do Tshuva, that's not Beliba. That's outside. That's outside. So then, there's, no, there's nothing to talk about. That's not what the case of the Gemara is talking about. The Gemara is saying that Shema Hirher Tshuva Belibo, which means you have no idea. You have no idea if somebody did Tshuva. You have no idea what someone's thinking on the inside. So that's as far as judgment. As far as my own Tahara, he says, the Ramchal says at the end, Ha'ikr Lefanov Shalevi Atar Lechavin the goal in life is to clarify why am I doing what I'm, what I'm doing and to do things for Hashem. I'm not doing it for other people. I'm not doing it for people to think anything. I'm not doing when I do, when I do a mitzvah, when I don't do an Avera. I'm doing it for Hashem. I'm not doing it for any other reason but for Hashem. And obviously there are different levels. There are different levels. Right? A person doesn't have to be perfect in his in his avoda, in his avoda towards for Hashem, but but the more a person clarifies his intentions and his ulterior motives, that's where a person becomes more connected to the Torah, more connected to tefillah, more connected to whatever he's doing. Is why am I doing what it is that I'm doing? And the more a person is purifying himself, that's what tahara is. You purify your motives. So he says, that's what Hashem wants. As the Gemara says, Rachmana liba boy. What does Hashem want? Hashem wants your heart, right? Everybody puts on tefillin. Everybody goes ahead and keeps Shabbos. Everybody goes and, 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 and learns Torah. But, but, but why am I doing it? Why am I doing it? And that's what separates the different level of people. Yes, Eitan. <coughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's a level. Yeah, you could do it for that, but that is what separates levels. That, that's a level to begin with. The level for a person to begin with is I'm doing it for my parents. No, but can you say like the mitzvah, like I'm doing this mitzvah because it's going to help me. Yeah, yeah. It's going to help my parents and my relationship with God too. But right, right, correct. That, that, yeah, of course. You, of course you could do it. Right, 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 exactly, right, correct. Right, right. All right, Staka Gomorrahs, yourselves. Same thing. Right, right, exactly. But the Pshad is correct. The Pshad is, is, that, is that, yes, if you do things for Almanas, right? Almanas, the Kalaplas, it's good, it's fine. You're doing it because you have an ulterior motive. It's, it's okay, but it's not complete, pure, pure motive, right? You're doing it, right? When you, Amir Tashem, you'll see in your relationships, right? When you, when you do something, um, when people fall in love, right, they fall in love, they're doing it a lot of times for themselves. I'm doing it for me, right? And then what happens? Then you gotta start doing things more for the other person. You do it for the good feelings that you get. But a, but a, but a, the, a relationship, the growth, 
of a relationship is the more you're doing something for somebody else. So, so too with the relationship with Hashem. It starts off by saying, okay, right? When you're in elementary school and you're younger, I don't want to do things wrong because I don't want to get punished. Hashem is going to punish me. So therefore, I'm not going to do it. And a person hopefully trans, transitions into, into, I want to have a relationship with Hashem. I have a karasatov to Hashem. It's not so much whether I'm going to get punished as much as it's, I want to have a relationship with Hashem. And then, eventually, a person can get to the level, obviously, there's also a relationship where, where it's, you know, it's, to, it's totally that he's doing things all because he, he wants to serve Hashem. He wants to do, he wants to give Hashem, whatever that means. I want to be there for Hashem. I want to, I want to bring a kvot shemayim, which we'll learn about in the next prakha. I'm not doing it, obviously, at a very, very high level. We're not, we're not close to understanding that level, but we could talk about it. But the level is for a person to, to constantly clarify where, where he's holding in his relationship with Hashem. Okay, the question is, how do we acquire this midah? Okay, anyone else? Question, comments on that? How do we acquire this midah? How do we acquire this midah of Tahara? So says the Ramchal, listen to this. He says, number one, he has, he has two basic points for a person to do. He says, Sheyashov so when a person will realize um, how, how the, this world, the enjoyments of this world um, are inferior, and how all of these um, that a person realizes, oh my goodness, Ravita, look at this world. And for me to see all these ulterior motives, that's not what life is about. You've got to think about, constantly, you've got to think about your priorities. You've got to think about why you're doing what you're doing. It'll be easier for you to remove your ulterior motives. It'll be easier to be retire your, your mind and your heart, so that your Yitzhahara will not enter what you are doing. Unbelievable. You hear this? And he says one is in the physical, and one is in the spiritual. Because he says, um, when a person, number one, when it comes to physical things. So if I'm drinking a coffee, if I'm eating breakfast, right, what is my goal of my eating breakfast? Is my eating breakfast an end in itself? Or it's a means to an end. Why am I going ahead? Am I eating breakfast? Am I eating breakfast so that I just sit and I enjoy this world? Or I'm eating breakfast in order to give me strength to do what it is that I need to do in Avodah Hashem. So you could have two people. You could have one guy eating, right? You could have one guy eating a lavish breakfast. He's eating six eggs and he's got, you know... Um, uh, someone cooking for him, and he has this big fat meal of all these delicious things. Right? And you look at him and you say, "Oh gosh, look at that guy. That guy is a is a uh, glutton. That guy is eating so much." And then you can have another guy who has a bowl of cereal. So you're like, "Oh, that's a tzaddik, and that's a uh, right, whatever it is." So what happens? But the reason this guy is eating breakfast like that is because it gives him strength to serve Hashem. He understands what, what, why he's eating. He's doing it so it gives him the power to be a more sensitive person. Whatever kavana, he makes a bracha before, he makes a bracha after. And then the guy who eats the bowl of cereal goes ahead and he doesn't make a bracha. He's eating it because he wants to enjoy the cereal. He doesn't make a bracha chrona. So, so, so who, who connected more to the essence of the food? The person who went ahead, even though he has this big plate of a lot of food, that's one of the reasons, like we said, you can never judge anybody. Because here you look at someone and you're saying, oh, this guy's eating a lot. This guy's driving. You have a guy who's driving a nice car. You have a guy driving a beat-up car. But the guy who's driving a nice car says, the only reason I have this car is I want to go ahead, I want to do mitzvahs, I want to help people, I want to go, whatever, whatever it is. And you can have another guy who he's, he, he doesn't think about that at all. So that's, the re- that's one of the ways that a person acquires 
this midah of tahara is to recognize priorities. Why am I doing what it is that I'm doing? And where does the physical world play into my life? And especially in our generation, where the physical world, there's so much abundance, and there's so much uh, of, of things, there's so much, so many gadgets, so much food, so much abundance, that a person can get lost in all of the physical things. And that pulls away from a person's tahara. It pulls away from a person's motives to do things properly. That's when it comes to physical. Yes, Yaakov? So in this case, you would have to have in mind that it's for Hashem. Mm-hmm. Not have to have in mind, but the more you have in mind, the more you have in mind, and the more pure your thoughts are, the more tahar you are. And Hashem, right, the more you'll have a, a, a better relationship with Hashem. It's not, it's not what you're doing, it's what your intention of what you're doing. As he's going to now say, when it comes to mitzvahs as well. Avada process to put on tzvillin. For sure process to learn Torah. But what separates two people is why am I learning Torah? Why am I putting on tzvillin? When I do a mitzvah, why am I doing it? That's why you, you have no idea. The Arizal said, the Arizal says that all of his levels of holiness came from his intentions that he had while, while he was doing a mitzvah. So we all do this. Everyone does, everyone does, does a mitzvah the same. It's not like this, though. So you, you don't have it yet. You don't have to have that in mind. But I'm saying it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a higher level if you're doing it for for certain reasons. It's different levels, right? There's the level of the action, and there's the level of what, right? whatever it is. I, I don't know the exact puzzle. Uh, your, your heart. Give me, Hashem says, give me your heart. That's what Hashem wants. He wants our heart. He wants our intentions. Of course, He wants our mitzvah tefillin. He wants our mitzvahs. But He wants the intention behind it. The stronger the intention, the more like the scar it would be for the mitzvah. Yeah, the more, the more, not so much scar, the more connected you are to, to, to the reality of what you're doing. More, it's the more intention, the more your your power you're getting in what you're doing, right? If a person is only doing it for Hashem, it doesn't matter what anybody else seeing. I'm doing it for this reason. I'm doing it for Kfo Shemaim, as we'll learn in Chesidus. I'm doing it only for Hashem. I don't even need Olam Haba. I don't even need anything. I'm doing it because I love Hashem. That's a very we'll learn about that. That's a very very high level. But the first step is to realize that there are different levels. There's different levels. We could all be, we could all do the same thing. But what separates people, and all, the only one who knows that is Hashem. Nobody else knows what's in your heart. Yes? Uh, I want to say that the whole reason why God gave the mitzvah is like to give us reward. <clears throat> right. So wouldn't it be doing the mitzvah to get the reward to be the highest level of serving God? Right. So, so, so that's maybe why, why Hashem gave it to us. But the question is, why am I doing it back to Him? That's, that's Hashem's part. Right, but what, what Hashem really wants is for you to take the reward. This is what you for free. So you're really doing the biggest favor by taking the reward. Okay, yeah, okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah, and you're doing the favor, but not doing it for nothing. Huh? Right, if you're doing it for Him and not for your reward. Right. Okay, good, but that's already a very high level. Meaning, really, ultimately, what you're saying is that I don't know. Right, right. I mean, I don't even, yeah, it's, it's, I, I would call it more of a, a very high level. Doing it for reward and taking reward. You're right. Gonna, you're gonna get. It. Right. That's the chef's business. But you're right. Exactly. You're not gonna exactly. Not, right. If you do it not for the reward, you're not gonna lose the reward. Right. Exactly. The chef's gonna still have his will and give to you. Here you get extra because he didn't do it for that. He gave you more. That's right. Exactly. Good. Exactly. Right. Which is a cat. Which is a little bit. Which is hard because in the back of your mind, right, you know you're getting reward, but in economy, what you're, you're saying. You're thinking this thing that if I take the reward, that's not good. Right. Right, he's saying that that's what Hashem intended. Right, but that's a high. We spoke, that's a little bit like we spoke about yesterday. I spoke with Phil about it. Correct, yes, 100%. But, but, but again, for us, uh, and, and well said, for, for us, for us, our, our um, I, I think what we can work on, 
What we can work on is we can work on clarifying um, why it is I'm doing what I'm doing and how to become more tuned in to, to doing things for the most, um, uh, for the least ulterior motive reason. If that's where a person's at, as we're gonna learn in Chasidus, and I'm doing it for the reward, and I'm doing it for Olam Haba, that's definitely a very high level to get to. Is that the highest level? It's not the highest level. But that is a high level. As opposed to, I'm doing it, right, because I don't want to get punished. Halavai, that's also great. Imagine if a person's a tzaddik, because he doesn't want to get punished, and he, you know, it's one of the motivations of Zahiris, of Ada and Zrizis, is that I want to make sure that I get reward. But that's not the level, that, as, as he'll say, as we talk about Yira, he's going to say that that's really uh, the lowest level relationship with Hashem. The lowest level relationship with Hashem is uh, I, get, I, I don't want to get punished, and I want to get prizes. That's for children, which is fine. If, if you're a child, you want to develop your relationship that it's not about being punished, and it's not about reward. It's about, it's about reality. It's about, it's about a relationship with Hashem. It's about recognizing that there's a bigger picture. Okay, beautiful. Um, the second thing, he says, This is what he says. He says, Unbelievable. He says, run away from people praising you. Because when people praise you, then that brings out ulterior motives. And he is able to go ahead and focus on the job. Now again, I just want to be clear. That doesn't mean that if somebody needs a compliment, right? Everyone likes a compliment. And you have to know yourself to know that, okay, I need, I can't just have people, you know, uh, uh, not, not, not give me compliments. If you need people to, to say, you know, thank you for something, okay, that's fine. But the, but the level that you want to get to, says the Ramchal, is that you're running away from praise from other people. But rather, I, I put this in the category of, Right? I'm not interested in positions. I'm not interested in in um, in upgrades and in um, you know status. It's not about my status. It's about it's about what it is that I'm doing in life. And then what happens is what happens is when you do when you work hard and you do what you got to do, you will get all the praise in the world. You'll get so much praise. But that's not the reason that I'm doing things. He says. Rather, Machshata will be Pona Biyichud al Daneno Asher to Oseinu. Hashem is our praise. Who called to Venu Shlemusenu the Efezulasa? Unbelievable. Okay, so those are the those are the ways um, and the and the concepts to achieve um, this Tahara, which is number. This sounds like it's all in thought. It's all in thought. These two things. It's for me to clarify and to understand why it is that I'm doing what I'm doing, and to not worry and not wait for praise, not wait for um, physical things to give me what I want, but for a person to really have a relationship with Hashem, which we spoke a little bit about yesterday, about tefillah. Sometimes when it comes to davening, a person just says the words, and he, and he, you know, uh, and he just says, which is also great. When a person says the words of tefillah, that's great. But, but the avoda of tefillah is balev. It's all in your heart, right? That's the avoda of tefillah is in your heart. And, and that is where tahara comes from, is my relationship with Hashem. The reason people don't have this tahara is because they don't look at having, like we spoke yesterday, about being honest with Hashem. Having a true, honest relationship with Hashem which is you could talk to him like you talk to your friend. You know that he's there for you. You know that he is there. You, you, you live with him in that way. Okay. Number two. Says the Ramchal. And we'll end off with this because this is uh, very powerful. Says the Ramchal. He says, Which is interesting. I don't think in the whole Sefer he uses this language and I don't know why. He's not saying it's Kona. He's not saying it's like it's Madrich, a person to reach this. This is how it will help you get there. 
He says is hazmana, and this is very, very powerful. Hazmana ledivrei havoda. What does that mean? To take time before you do something and prepare for it. Shalom yikonis pikiyam amitzvah bepeta pitom shein daito miyusheves lo biyecholos bonu mashu osa ela yazmin ledavar yachin libay bemitun at sheikonis bezboninus vaaz yisbonin mawai lechlasays lufnei mi hu hoylech lasays. You hear this? What am I about to do, and in front of who am I about to do it? So says the Mitzvah Sharm, the reason we have trouble with this is because we don't spend time thinking about why am I doing what I'm doing, what am I about to do, and why am I doing it, right? My day is beginning. I'm starting my day. What am I doing today? What am I doing today? And why is it that I'm doing what I'm doing today? Why? So the first step is a person to recognize what it is that I'm doing. First, you, have to, you want to ask yourself. And then number two, why is it that I'm doing it? Now, this is unbelievable. And this, I'd like to discuss a little bit with everybody. So it comes out, says the Mitzil Zisharim, the way for a person to reach Tahara, actually, I guess tomorrow, Amir Tzisharim will talk about why a person doesn't have this Tahara. But we'll, we'll, we'll finish off with this. The Yisoda that the Ramchal is saying is that if I take a moment, if I take a minute, if I take five minutes to prepare, what am I doing and why am I doing it? What is it that I'm doing and why am I doing it? When you do that, then you are able to, to push all other ulterior motives to the side and you're able, he says, it's easy. It'll be easy. Kal, that you'll throw off all external ulterior motives and you will do what it is that you want to do. Question, comments on that. Unbelievable. So if a person just takes time, and that's part of the, the enemy of, of that we started off in the, in, in the Mesil Zisharim, is that the greatest Yitzhahara as the Ramchal starts off in the beginning, is what? Is tichbat avodah. Is that I'm too busy to think about what I'm doing and why it is that I'm doing it. Why am I, right? Like I said, purpose is the greatest alarm clock. Purpose is the greatest alarm clock. If a person has purpose, he has a need, right? I, I, I had this, I forgot when I had this ha'ara, I had this uh, insight. I don't know, remember when I had it, but it was so strong. I'm like, my alarm clock is going to wake me up. Something else is going to wake me up. Meaning I'm buying something. Well, it used to be an alarm clock. Now you have your phone. Right? It used to be there's an alarm clock. I'm going to buy, right? Let's go back to the 80s, right? When you're buying an alarm clock, right? So I'm going to go to, to uh, Walmart. I'm going to buy an alarm clock to wake me up. And if I don't buy an alarm clock, I'm not going to wake up. Do you hear how insane that is? My phone has to wake me up. My life is so miserable that I need some, I need, right? I, I, I could say this, this is a, uh, right? When people ask me, right? Sometimes people, people ask me, could you wake me up? I'm like, could I wake you up? That means if I don't wake you up, you're not gonna wake up. So if I forget to wake you up, you're not gonna wake up. So now that's hard to hear. People don't wanna hear that. What do you mean? What's wrong if my father wakes me up? With what, what, what's wrong if my mommy wakes me up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that means you don't have purpose in your life. I'm sorry, that sounds a little strong. That means you don't have purpose in your life. If you, well, that sounds too strong. It means, right, we're recording over here. If it was on Shabbos, I would just leave it at that, right? But, but, uh, but uh, uh, you gotta work on having, yeah. You have to work on having more purpose in your life. Because you're, uh, you're, uh, you got, you got a job to do. You got a job to do. Yes, someone had a, someone had a, please. Yes, Yehuda. I was with Corona, but we were also in the dining room uh, having this, this small shears. I remember one of the most impactful shears to me was when we spoke, spoke about this, we spoke about the why, and we spoke about the, the living in the moment aspect, right? Of, uh, you can't always be thinking, what am I doing, why am I doing it? Like, you have to, 
tune Correct. the guitar. Correct. And then you tune it for a certain amount of time. Correct. And then if something comes up in the week, okay? Correct. The guitar just went out of tune. Correct. Tune it again. Correct. 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 Well said. Well said. I want. I want to. I love what you're saying. I'll tell you why. Most people, it's it's either or. Either people think all day and they do nothing, or people do and do and do and they don't think. And and the, and the key in life is, as the Ramchal is saying in Tahara, is to have a balance. Which means I could say I, I know I know with myself every week. I, I don't want to say every week. I. I before the week starts, what I try and do is, is list the things that I want to do, list the calendar, a chart of the things that I want to accomplish, and I have a schedule of what it is, and to think, to try. If you could do that Matzah Shabbos, that's what I suggest to people, you do a Matzah Shabbos, you could do it Friday afternoon, it's brought down to make a Chesh Ben HaNefesh, people think a Chesh Ben HaNefesh, Avada, you could do a holy, Friday afternoon, you look, if you write things down, if you chart yourself, to this day I chart myself. People think you chart yourself to see the, the negatives. You know why charting yourself is also very positive? Because sometimes when you have a bad day, or you have a few things that you missed, so you feel terrible. But when you have it as a chart, and then you look back at your week, and you see all the checks that you have. Okay, you might be missing uh, a check over here, you might be missing something over here, but it gives you a much better picture of what it is that you are doing. When a person lives his life and he's living it without any cheshbon of saying, this, these are the things that I'm doing. I am waking up at this time, this is, these are the goals that I want to do, these, this is the why that I'm doing this. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine writing by everything that you're doing, why is it that I'm doing this? Why is it, you know, I just thought, because I, don't, I, don't, I actually don't do that. Blee nether, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do that. I, I, I do that once in a while. I do that once in a while. When I chart my week, I, I write the tasks, and I make myself a chart, for every day, whatever I gotta do, check off, don't check off, I do it, I didn't do it. It's usually in my, in my learning or different things that I have to do on a personal level. Now, Blean Eder, for next week, or maybe I'll, maybe I'll try and do it, it's still early in the week, to write next to each thing that I do, why is it that I'm doing it? That's Tahara, and that will motivate you. Because why is it, why, why am I in Yeshiva? Why did I come to, why am I, why am I coming, what? Right. 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 Exactly. And, and and the game plan and the game plan. This is this is key, and we'll end off with this. It's not so much. It's not so much um, the the. I'm I'm going to say the line again because I love this line that that uh, that I uh, that fell to me last week. I love the line, and I want to say it more and more, and and it fits it fits this concept. It's not about moving on. It's not about moving on. Right? There's a classic me line. It's not about moving on. It's about moving in. And that's Tahara. So yeah, I can have my chart of what I'm doing. I can have my chart of the actions that I'm doing. But that's moving on. Which is great. But I also have to move in. Why? With the why. The why. And the more you move in... And the more you, you, you clarify why I'm doing what I'm doing, the stronger it'll, it'll be, the, the more um, uh, stable it'll be, the, 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 the gifts to that are, are incredible. The gifts to that and the toldos, the fruits of that are incredible. Because the reason we're unmotivated is because we forget why we're doing what we're doing. Okay, beautiful. Hashem will help each and every one of us Leiftar, Brali, Elohim, right? What we want to try and do is we want to, we want to uh, become more clear about why we're doing what we're doing to live the way we want to live, right? Because at the end of the day, we all have choice. To be a responsible person means I'm able to respond. I'm not a reactive person. The worst feeling is when I have no control over my life. 
and that I can't control how I feel, I can't control what I'm doing. When a person realizes is that all it takes is a little bit preparation, all it takes is a little bit thought, it takes me a little bit time to go ahead and to say, why am I in yeshiva? Think about it yourself. Why am I in yeshiva? Why did I come to Mitzil Sajarim? Why am I, what am I doing for the summer? Why am I doing that in the summer? Why am I doing everything that I'm doing? And again, like Yehuda says, you don't, you don't need to make yourself crazy every time you're doing something. You go ahead, right, the tzaddikim, probably that's what they do, probably their preparation. That's why they sit there for 10 hours, and they're sitting there, right, they say, I'll end off with the story with the Amshan of a Rebbe, right, is, who's, who lives in a different planet, right? He's Mamash, a, a Kaddish, He's, a, he's a, a, a holy of, he's a, the holiest of holy, right? They say a story where, where uh, recently, where, um, I mean, I heard these stories 30 years ago about the Amshad Rebbe. So he's been doing this for, for his whole life. We can't imagine benching for, for, for three hours, right? And eating a little tiny, you know, you know, piece of bread, like we said yesterday. You know, we eat a whole loaf and bench like that. You know, the tzaddikim eat a little of this and they bench for hours, right? So they say one, one, uh, one Seder night, he was up basically the whole night and he was sitting there holding his cup before he was making Kiddush. Okay, this is like incredible. He's holding his cup of, uh, of wine uh, for a, let's say an hour, or was sitting there for an hour, two hours. He's ready to make Kiddush, and he didn't make Kiddush. Hour, two hours, that's Amshanavar, uh, three hours, however long it was. Finally, he makes Kiddush. So one of his grandchildren said, Saba, Zaidi, whoa, 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 whoa. So he said, he said, until I, I got rid of any desire to have any of the wine, but I just did it for the mitzvah of Kiddush, I clarified and clarified and clarified, then I was ready to make Kiddush, right? Okay, so, so, so obviously it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy level. But, but, but that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. It takes time. When a person takes time and he thinks about, okay, I'm about to do something. What do I want to have intention? Why do I want to do it? What am I trying to accomplish? When a person, right, when a person's going down, we'll go down to the base bedroom to learn. What, what's my goal to be in the base bedroom? What do I want to get out of it? Why am I going there? That makes the biggest difference in your life. So Hashem will help each and every one of us that is bizocha to remember. Don't worry about your past. That's that's the most important thing. Don't worry about your past. Don't be worried about your future. The best thing you could do for your past is have a great today. And the best thing you could do to help you for your future is have a great today, because that'll help you fix whatever you messed up, and it'll help you build towards where you have to go. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Shabbat shalom.